you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside this special edition of Good Morning Football presented by Rocket Mortgage live in New York City, Tuesday, August 1st. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and of course, the human joystick, Dante Hall, joining us for day two. It's special because what's what's on your hand? What did you bring today? Oh, I just brought a little championship uh, ring. Flair. Uh-huh. Flair. A little flair. Very good. Maybe a little championship, championship residue uh-huh. on the set. You uh-huh. know, you go, point at that camera right there. Show it. Right there, there you go. What yeah. championship? Uh, the Chiefs' third Super Bowl. Ah, oh, most recent okay. one. Guys, that's his. That's what he gets. I didn't remember dropped. Dante being on a squad. And no due ah, respect. I'm this sorry. Is, this is the ambassador. Talk about it, guys. Oh, the ambassador. Right. Shots thrown early. Okay, Kyle. You don't think, you don't think a man fired. who's doing grassroots <laughs> marketing for the organization in Germany deserves a championship well, ring? So, so does, does everybody? Do they just send it out to like anybody? That's you have to be an ambassador. Uh-huh. Okay, a Chiefs ambassador, which you have to be uh, vetted. Okay, to be an ambassador. Yeah. So these are just an ambassador's joints. These are not the convertible ones that the actual okay. players oh, that actually play, Cal. Okay. And <laughs> I, I just want to clarify for the audience. I was like, hold on, sure. did the Chiefs get one that year? I didn't think they did. Yeah. But now, and maybe they'll get another one this coming year. Who knows? Dante, it's okay. Take, He's I'm, just going to drink your journalist responsibility to just make yeah, sure to the facts clarify. are all straight. Yes, we'll get Dante an ambassador's Emmy for our show, so we'll just hand it to you. It's a little tiny one. It's great. Ambassadors. We take, know that yes. wasn't the real one, anyways, because the one that Mr. Hunt walked in with that yeah. day was about the size of that coffee mug. So we know that was a different version. Let's stick with the Chiefs. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Uh, defending champion Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is throwing to a new cast of characters in training camp. Does that change anyone's mind ever? Sure. We're talk about Ty it. Ty Freifogel. That sounds good. He's still got Travis Kelsey, of course, <laughs> but the wide receiving core will look a little different this season. Ricky Rishi Rice spoke yesterday about what the reigning MVP QB expects from him. Uh, he expects his receivers to be in a specific spot at a specific time, and he's going to bomb the ball. So don't look back and run. Look up and run. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Kyle comes up with about Ty Freifogel. He la- uh, undrafted last year out of Indiana. I love Indiana Freifogel jersey. It's jersey you know who, season. I bet you know who knows a lot about him, Rhett Lewis, because he oh, does yeah. Indiana football Definitely. radio. So we got to get Rhett on the show about Ty mm. Freifogel. Until then, we'll talk Rishi Rice. Uh, we'll be watching uh, him and the list of names you just saw on the receiving end of Mahomes and his throws this season. The building blocks for Kansas City's title defense, title defense, excuse mm-hmm. me, starts right now in training camp. So please fill in the blank. Yeah. The Chiefs will repeat as Super Bowl champs, which hasn't happened in nearly two decades. Mm-hmm. And you think this is because? Two words. Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Ah. I mean, this man has the blueprint. He's taken two different teams to five conference championships. And it could have been more. As for Super Bowl uh, appearances, he's been to four. But if you think about it, he 
There you go. That's the graphic there. You got there you go. 10, 22. I think that's second all time. He has five conference uh, appearances for two teams. Now the Super Bowl appearances. He has four. It could have very easily been six. Mm-hmm. You think about it. Yeah. It took Good overtime life. for Tom Brady to mm-hmm. take down mm-hmm. uh, the Chiefs. And also Patrick Mahomes was actually normal for a game when he had a couple of, uh, you know, for sure. um, Patrick Mahomes-like plays yeah. against the um, the Cincinnati Bengals. So I, I think Andy Reid is the glue. Um, I saw a soundbite that Patrick Mahomes said, you know, you're throwing to all these different receivers. What's the difference? And he's like, you know, as long as Andy Reid is calling the plays, I can throw it to anyone. I think Andy Reid is the key to the Chiefs repeating as champions. He might be, but the Chiefs may repeat as Super Bowl champions because they have the best quarterback. They have the best quarterback. They have the best quarterback. There's not really a debate right now. We're in a stage in this league that's so fun where we have so many stars, so many supernovas, so many crazy talented. Who's the most talented? Who's the best on game day? You can debate them all day. Mahomes is the best one. Mm. In the era of the best quarterbacks ever he's the best in this country in the 1980s we had a massive explosion of pop stars everyone was a pop star and there's madonna and there's prince michael jackson was the best one he stood out he stood above in the 90s in this country we had a massive explosion of basketball stars all kinds of one name only people who were brands and shoes michael jordan was the best one they have the michael jordan michael jackson during the quarterback era and we're just in the early stages of it. We are right now entering the, man, remember when Mahomes had Tyreek phase? We are going to enter the, remember when Mahomes had Kelsey phase? That'll be a distant memory by the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to get to, remember when Mahomes was with Andy Reid phase? He's going to drop all of them eventually. He's going to <laughs> keep going. We are not early in his career. We are not late. We are right in the meat. Best quarterbacks we've ever had in this league, and he is the best one. He hasn't repeated but he gives them the best shots. He's the best quarterback and the best quarterbacks in the world. That's it, Jay. Yeah, for sure. Mahomes is the guy there. And when you talk about the Chiefs, and he's already said it, a dynasty, you got to keep getting there and you got to win. And when you start to talk about dynasties and football, it comes down to the players. And not only Mahomes, you talk about a duo. You talk about his counterpart, that other guy, Mr. Travis Kelsey. And I'm thinking about dynasties. And you see right there, they're all-time ranks of the people that are chasing. They're not far off of getting there. And you think about the dynasty of something like Toy Story. And you think about Woody and Buzz. No matter what, whether it was one through four, those were the people. Those were the guys. They were going to make it happen. Yeah, you had Bo Peep. You had Jesse. You had Forky. You had Potato Head. Tyreek Hill, he was there. He left. Uh, Things don't change. It's still rolling. The dynasty, the franchise, is still figuring out a way to win football games. And as long as the Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they're going to be there and they're going to be in the conversation to whether it's repeat, whether it's win four, whatever you want to call it, they are the guys that are going to keep this thing rolling. Doesn't matter if Kelsey's fighting that camp or whatever's transpiring, those are the guys that keep this locomotive rolling. And I think when you have those two guys who are chasing record after record, championships are amongst them. I know Chiefs fans are going to love this, but when I look at a question like this, I try to play devil's advocate. And Mm -hmm. so instead of looking at the question as Will they repeat and why and the reasons why I try to I try to come up with okay. other teams that could disrupt the sure, pattern. Yeah. And I looked at the long list of Bills, Bengals, Eagles, 49ers, and what they did in this offseason compared to what the Chiefs did. And it's like that fountain in Las Vegas when like the highest one shoots and the other one kind of explode as well. And like, but in your visually in your mind, nothing ever comes as that highest the peak of water yeah. at the yeah. Bellagio. 
Nothing anyone else did changed what the Chiefs are about to do this upcoming season. The 49ers, of course, they added Javon Hargrave, but the Eagles, they added two rookies defensively that are going to be remarkable. There wasn't a huge splash for the Bengals. They got Irv Smith. That didn't really do much for me. Eric Bieniemy leaving for Washington mm-hmm. kind of created a ripple effect for the Chiefs, but again, everyone else already covered it. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, you're good. They could pull their own plays. They don't even really even need Eric Bieniemy. We found kind of towards the end, and now he's going to go try to do things for Washington. No one else got that much exponentially better compared to what the Chiefs did or did not do this offseason to create a ripple effect. I cannot yet come up with a reason why it shouldn't be the Chiefs. Furthermore. The Chiefs, someone could beat them in the regular season. They could beat them in September, October. We saw it last season with the Colts. This is not a team. If you don't want them to win a Super Bowl, you can't even let them in the playoffs. And that's just not happening. It's not It's not a thing that exists in this era of Patrick Mahomes. He so. still has not played a playoff road game. I, it's Bingo. an unbelievable right. thing. What? Not even one time. Right. Oh, we got to go somewhere else in the title game. Every game Same. at Arrowhead. You got to. I think the first step, Jamie, is we got to at least get him to leave home. <laughs> Nowhere far, you know, maybe he has to travel to Cincinnati. I'm not talking about, you know, going someplace crazy like L.A. or something. Just, we got to get him to leave home. And then maybe there can be something done. But until then, get out of here. It's just amazing to me that no matter what happens, and we just saw Kadarius Tony go down with an injury. But the one thing is they keep retooling with talent. You see Rasheed Rice is talking about Sky Moore is there. They don't have the experience, and that's what I think Andy Reid makes up for, where you can bring in this new band of characters, and you have an Andy Reid and a Patrick Mahomes that are going to get guys in the right spot. But they have the talent, lack the experience, but they always have talent surrounding them. And the blueprint, if you remember, I spoke about the blueprint. I think when you have a blueprint, you have a system, you can plug in anyone. Mm. You have Mahomes and Kelsey, but you also can plug in a Kadarius Tony mm. that gives you Tyreek Hill type plays. You can put in a Scott Moore or Marquez uh, Scantlin mm-hmm. for your possession receiver for third down conversion. So I think they have a system and they just plug in the pieces as they go. I think, though, that like we're sitting here doing the Chiefs infomercial. They have not repeated <laughs> <laughs> okay? They, teams don't repeat. Jamie said it's been decades. Yeah. It's, and the, the list of teams that have done it in history is very, very, very short. So if the Chiefs get to the title game and lose, that's a disappointing season for them. It is almost this thing that Mahomes hasn't done. We're searching for things that he has to yeah, prove or accomplish. True. Hasn't gone back to back. And this is this is like one of these things. And it's way, and has way have harder. to play on the road. Uh, I actually want to see that. I kind of do yeah. too. Yeah. But they have to have a crappy regular season record to play on the road, it, 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 certainly if they have to do it more than once. But this is it, guys. Those are those are Hall of Fame guys, and they have not been done. Hasn't been done in a long, long time. Um, this he's on the clock though. This is the one. Go get it on the road too. Kyle, to put a bow in your uh, Bulls comparison with Steve Kerr, not like the ultimate sixth man coming off of some of those Bulls teams. Mm-hmm. So maybe we have to find the guy that Patrick Mahomes is going to make so good that he becomes the Steve Kerr later in his life. Mm. Is it going to be Ty Freifogel? Is it, I mean, can <laughs> he get so locked in Maybe with so. a guy that was signed by the Cowboys as an undrafted free agent last year in the like East and then picked up on a futures contract by the Chiefs in January? Is Ty Freifogel going to be Maybe. coaching the Miami Maybe. Dolphins in 20 years and just winning titles? Left it's a huge compliment. I would have compared him to Bill Wennington or Dennis Hopson or Randy Brown. <laughs> 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 Steve okay. Kerr was Don't a clutch three-point shooter <laughs> out of Arizona. Like, if Freifogel becomes Steve Kerr, then Brett Veach really found somebody. Go get it, Freifogel. He can do it. It's unbelievable. 7A, Freifogel talk. I love it. A Freifogel, a side of Freifogels is something that goes with glizzies. Like, if you have your glizzies and your Freifogels, it's it's beautiful. Absolutely, and they serve that in uh, Frankfurt, Germany. You go into your shower feeling 
tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I think clearly from a personnel standpoint and, and the way you want your defense to look, you know, this this will be year three of that. And just really their, their understanding and their, their connection, their cohesion is, is extremely high. Their, their confidence, Dan does an excellent job of, of uh, building confidence and momentum each and every day. Uh, so, you know, we definitely have that. So, you know, and it's just, it's just a great challenge for us offensively. But, you know, end of the day, it's about performance. And this is really, the, as I said earlier, the first day that we get to really practice real technique, you know. So, but yeah, I definitely think we have the makings of a, of a top five defense. Well, when you have Micah Parsons, you can say we might have a top five defense. Thank you, Mike McCarthy. We'll see where they stack up on DBs, receiving cores as well, as we do a segment called Three on Three with right. Dante Hall Let's and go. myself. DBs, wide receivers. They're going down. We, we hate each other, but for this segment, we'll try to make it work. Here's how it's going to start. We're going to go back and forth, start with number three up to number one. I'll start it all, hand it over to Dante, and a little back and forth battle like you're at the line of scrimmage. So let's get right to mine. The number three ranked secondary heading into the 2023 season. This one's a little bit of a curveball. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. How come? This Ooh. is a team that I think they have some stars on the team and some guys that have the potential to become stars. Mm-hmm. It starts in the back end with my guy Quandre Diggs. He came over from Detroit when Matt Patricia's gotten there, and he's had at least three interceptions in six straight seasons. The rookie last year, Tariq Woolen, comes out of nowhere. Fifth-round draft pick, snags six interceptions on the season. But it's not just those guys. Jamal Adams returns from injury. They also signed Julian Love and their DBs, the corners. Kobe Bryant was a rookie along with Tariq Woolen last year. They had a guy by the name of Michael Jackson. No, not the pop star that Kyle talked about last segment. No, Michael Jackson, the DB out of Miami, who played in Seattle last year, the 6'3 corner, who made plays for them. Oh, yeah, and they drafted Devin Witherspoon, the first DB off the board who has to make an impact this season. So right there is why the Seattle Seahawks will be the third-ranked secondary in the NFL this year. Dante, talk about some receivers. Who you got? Not bad, not bad. But I got a, a trio that can give them a whole lot of problems. What do they got? Okay. Uh, the right. Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. I hate to say that. They're a division foe to my beloved Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, they are. But I got to give props where props are due. Keenan Allen, one of the most precision route runners that we <laughs> have today. I mean, this guy can really run routes with the best of them. And then you got Mike Williams. Contested catches, he's probably up there number one. Now, the only thing that can stop these two guys are injuries. Yeah. And I also went with these two, or with these three, uh, because we got a young pup coming in pretty soon. But I went with this group because of the quarterback, Justin Herbert. You got Justin Herbert throwing to these type of guys, Mm -hmm. a guy that can go up and and, and make catches in a crowd. You got uh, Keenan Allen with his route running precision. And then you throw in a young guy, Quentin Johnston. Now, this guy's all about consuming yak. And I ain't talking about that kind of yak. I'm talking about yours (laughs) after the catch. He's ridiculous. For his size, to be able to uh, have yaks after uh, uh, after catching the ball, like, it's just unbelievable. So those are my 
top three coming in. Justin three. Herbert just got the contract, has some receivers to mm-hmm. throw to. Let's see who's on the field for them this year because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams didn't play a lot of ball. Coming in at number two, and when we talk about secondaries, the Denver Broncos. Yes, Sean Payne's on his side. He's talking trash, Russell Wilson. But it's the defense. It's Justin Simmons. It's Pat Sertain. It is these guys who are making plays. Cade Stern, another safety for them, along with Kareem Jackson. The Denver Broncos has a front that is really good, but they're secondary. They're the ones who lock down. You figure they only won five games last year. Might have been zero with the way the offense played if it weren't for these guys in the back end. Kwan Williams, another guy in the slot who makes plays for them. But the fun thing about the Denver Broncos is you have a guy who's an all-pro and a pro bowler and pass retain out there at the corner following the number one receiver all around the field. And then you go to Justin Simmons behind him. He's another guy, all-pro, pro bowl guy, who snags a ton of interceptions year in and year out. The reason why the Denver Broncos, the number two secondary, heading into the 2023 season. I got somebody for Patrick Tane. You want to travel? Okay, yeah. travel with Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Travel right. with T. Higgins. Come on over we'll here and get do. some of this we'll Cincinnati do. Bengals. This guy is probably pound for pound the best receiver in the league. Yeah. His counterpart, Justin Jefferson, is a beast. But I think if I had to pick one of those LSU guys, it would be Jamar Chase. And then you got T. Higgins. This guy's a number one on every other mm-hmm. NFL team except the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, he can go up and, and, and catch contested passes as well. And then you got this guy, Tyler Boyd. He is a great number three. I was a number three myself. Oh, nice gritty right there. <laughs> but yeah, Tyler Boyd. Are we still doing it, the gritty? Is that is that still a thing? Of course. Okay. We're still throwing up the X and we're still doing the gritty. Okay. It never goes away. But this is my top three. Uh, my number two, my, my, my trio coming in at number two. They were number one last year. Number two this year. They've been unseated, huh? They've been unseated. All right, well, I'm going to get to the best secondary in football this upcoming season, and it is a team right down the road in the New York Jets. The best. Yes, the best. They have the guy who was a rookie, who was an all-pro. He did everything. Follow receivers, Sauce Gardner. But the guy on the other side doesn't get a lot of love. DJ Reed came over from Seattle. This guy's been unbelievable in coverage, making play after play. Sauce Gardner's on the other side. He gets all the love, all the attention. He has the personality. He has the trash talk. He has everything you want in a cornerback. And DJ Reed on the other side matches that intensity. Michael Carter II in the slot, number 30 for them. Also a really good football player. There's a guy for them. Tony Adams Jr., safety, that has been making plays throughout training camp, and no one has talked about him, but they believe that this guy can be a star going along Jordan Whitehead and Adrian Amos, who you might not have even realized came over from the Green Bay Packers and joined the Jets secondary once Chuck Clark got hurt. This young secondary, they're willing to fight, they're scrappy, and oh yeah, Quentin Williams is up front to force the quarterback to get that ball out quick. The New York Jets, the best secondary in the NFL this year, and they'll lock down whoever in the heck you have as your number one receiver. Uh, you might want to reconsider that. <laughs> i tell you and unveil who my number one receiving course is in the NFL. How do you beat the Bengals? Who do you How got? do you beat the Bengals? You mean the Eagles. Mm. How do you beat the Eagles? You have to first deal with Devontae Smith. Oh, we're going to start with my guy, um, A.J. AJ. Brown. A.J. Brown scares the living daylights out of me. I was <laughs> able to watch him up front and close at the Super Bowl. And any time the ball was in the air, it didn't matter what position he was in, he would find a way to go get it. Now, 
You shut him down, now you have to deal with this guy, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, he's gotten a lot better. He had his first 1,000-yard um, uh, season this year. He's getting better and better. Um, do, do we have the, uh, the, the, the video of him doing the letter? There we go. Let me see the game. Run that back. I have never seen feet move this fast. That is a human typewriter. You know right what? There. With these ladder drills, when in the world on the field is this coming into play? I don't care how fast. I don't care how fast he does this. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's, there's no, yeah, there's he... no football play. That, I could put a ladder right down just good, quick. I can good. still do this at 35, but I can't cover him. I don't care about a ladder drill. I'm telling you, it plays into getting in and out of routes. So you got Sauce Gardner, Gardner, who wants to run and, and cover and travel with a guy like Devontae Smith. Good luck. Good luck getting in, getting in and out of breaks like Devontae Smith. Here's our list. Top three secondaries, top three wide receiver cores. And I know the Miami Dolphins would have been somewhere up here if Jalen Ramsey doesn't get hurt. Mm. And yes, come for me. Eagles fans, Cowboys, Ravens. Sure. I know there's some others I left off the list. But this is, see it right there, Jason. Speak, speak this it. is my top three. Speaking of the Dolphins, they were my runner-ups, one of my runner-ups. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I like Jalen Waddle. You don't like, you don't like him over the Chargers? No, 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 because of who's throwing the ball. Oh. You taking Tour over yeah. Justin Herbert? I'm taking Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle over those And I'm going to tell you why else I couldn't put them in. You're only as good as your last game. Do you remember what Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill did sure. in that playoff game? <laughs> Lots of drops. Mm. They didn't help the quarterback. So for that reason, I put them Tyler Thompson? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they didn't help because the Because of who's throwing the ball. Jason, I'm looking at your number one. Uh, yeah. it, it's week 18. The Jets need to win to get in the playoffs. It's a one-score game, mm-hmm. end of the fourth quarter. Do you want the Jets' defense on the field or the Jets' offense? Oh, I Ooh. love that question. I'm a defensive guy. Aaron Rodgers, go ahead and put the points on the board. Give us the lead. These guys. And as a defense, we'll go out there and we'll Yum. finish the game. Right. Young, put the young dogs out there. All right. I was at Eagles training camp on Sunday. Um, A.J. Brown is an absolute unit. I had not <laughs> seen him play or Same. practice in person. Same. How challenging is it, Jay, on the secondary side of things, yeah. to have a guy that's built like A.J. Brown and then a guy that's built like Devontae Smith? They're so different, mm. and now you got to go out and defend them. No doubt about it. Different game plans. And you stand in front of A.J. Brown, to your point, a unit, <laughs> and insane. slap you by. I think what's more impressive about A.J. Brown is once he gets the ball in his hands, mm. he's so good he becomes a running back. And when you're that big, you can run around people, run over people. So, yes, the Eagles sec- uh, receiver core, really good. I think it bodes well for the Dolphins that they're runners-up on both of these lists. Yeah, I think really. that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Guys, okay. awesome list. Way to go, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, Dante! Return ball! Now he darts to the right side, explodes to the 40. 93-yard kickoff return by the human joystick! Dancing, Middle Brooks can't get him. Looking to go, oh, now he's back inside the five, the five, the seam. Dante Hall's going to do it again. The human joystick. An incredible punt return by Dante Hall. They're not going to catch him. A 99-yard kickoff return. He veers to the left, has room, 20-yard line. He's at the 40, gets by Wade Ritchie. He's going to outrun the entire Ravens defense. Dante Hall 
the best returner in the National Football League. Best returner in the National Football League, the human joystick. We are pleased because we have him in studio today. was here yesterday. One of the best all-time nicknames. It doesn't get any better than that, the human joystick. But Lamar Jackson now has a new teammate. Rookie wide receiver out of Boston College, Zay Flowers. He has something kind of similar to say about Zay. Listen here. Zay, his new name is Joystick because how he be moving out there so swift and making stuff happen. His new name is Joystick. We're going to call him Joystick, not Zay. Joystick, not Zay. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So now we're going to talk about handing over the sticks. Does Zay Flowers deserve the nickname? We have Dante with us. We have Jamie. We have Kyle. We're going to all debate it, and he's going to be the one to give us the answer. I'm going to start first, and I'm going to make my argument for the nickname being handed down to Mr. Zay Flowers. Mm -hmm. His ability to carry the rock, to make people miss, he is just like a joystick out there. But that is not to say anything bad about the OG, the classic, the 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 best thing to come yet. And you think about this. Go way back. Let's talk video games. Okay. It started with Atari. You had the old school joystick. Then you had Nintendo. Then you had Sega. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, things just continue to get better and better. But that's not to say you don't go back and play a little Mario Kart. You don't go grab those joysticks and still play with them. Take Jordans for case. There's been hundreds of colorways, new Jordans that come out every single year, but we still reflect back and we go get the old ones. The iPhone, the first generation was amazing. It changed the world. It was a pioneer of like, but I'll take the iPhone 14 over yeah. the original yeah, yeah, yeah. one any day. But you can go back and look at that and see how we had to crawl before we can walk and then now run. When you watch Zay, Flower make, Zay Flowers make plays, you've seen him now in training camp so far, running routes, getting open, making plays. We watched him at Boston College. This guy was spinning, juking, making people mix, making them look silly, much like the human joystick himself. I don't look at this as a rip off the old one. I look at it as paying homage to a guy like Dante Hall because he was the one that these young guys were watching, YouTubing, looking up to see what the human joystick actually looked like mm -hmm, on the field. Mm -hmm. This is something for Zay Flowers to chase, to put it up there in the distant future. I want to look like this guy when I'm out there on the field. Lamar, get him the ball. He'll do his thing. And we have the joystick. Not bad, Jason. You're up. Not bad, Jason. Right. Not bad. Along, along the lines of imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Yes. I also want to pitch a uh, kindergarten life lesson to you in the form of pro sharing the nickname with Zay Flowers, which is sharing is caring. Mm, We're that. all parents here. We're all parents here. Zay Flowers, uh, I, I believe, not a parent yet. However, he understands sharing is caring maybe more than any of us. Zay Flowers is one of 14 children in his family. He was born uh, 11th in line, so the fourth youngest. You don't think Zay Flowers had to learn how to share the joystick when he was growing up in that household? Four sure. years old, Zay Flowers has said that he was out in his front yard wearing pads, learning how to deke past people. That's a guy that you'd want to take on your legacy of in terms of the nickname. And it is an alteration of the nickname. I think Lamar Jackson just calling him Joystick, it takes out the human element of it. You were the human joystick because you, as a returner, you were in full control of what you were doing at any given time. Lamar Jackson calling him Joystick is because Lamar Jackson is in control of what Zay Flowers is doing. So putting the human in front of it is actually the further compliment. We're not giving Zay that just yet. 
because that's what you did, my friend. Let's take a look at this family, though. This young man with the jacket that he wore on draft night. Again, 14 siblings, but the whole look was incredible. You're a family man, and I know you respect this story. Zay Flowers growing up in Fort Lauderdale. The 11th in line of 14, he had his entire family rocking on draft night. But this necklace is what I thought was fantastic. That's his mother's photo in the middle. 14 petals on this flower. Every single petal has a letter of his sibling on it. I know you respect that in terms of all, in terms of the kids that you have and the family that you have. Down the sides here, there were flower uh, petals, if you will. This guy is about his crew. He's about his family. He seems like a great young man, but he is not the human joystick. It's just joystick. We're dropping two words. So I think because he is the next generation, just being joystick should be allowed. Wow. Kyle. Wow. I like it. All right. <clears throat> Not enough of this niceties. No, no, no. I'm trying to figure out what his family has to do with his nickname. It's, it's a sharing personal... is caring. Sure, uh, it's a it's a way to appeal to the jury to to play on their emotions. Yeah, I, I'm here today to tell the NFL fan base and the American people, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. Some things are sacred. Some things should be learned about. Some things should not be knocked off. I feel this nickname repurposing is just another like Hollywood churning out a stupid sequel that is not as good as the original. The fact that they took the human joystick and dropped the human part of it so they're not only knocking it off, they're making a crappy compromise knockoff of this beautiful thing that you created. Listen, if we have a great running back come into the league, we can't call Jameer Gibbs sweetness. It's taken. It's sacred. You come up with something else. We can't call a young wide receiver Megatron. We can't do the island thing. Those are taken. Is there no creativity? Is there no innovation? I also have a problem with, I look at Dante Hall. I guarantee Dante Hall has rocked a joystick. That is a joystick. It's this thing. It's got this ball on top. There's buttons down here. Zay Flowers was born in 2000. He's never played Galaga. He's never played the four-person Ninja Turtles. He's never played a proper Rampage. I submit to you, I don't think that Zay Jones has, Zay Flowers rather, has ever even used a joystick <laughs> at all. If anything, he's used a controller. You know what we should call Zay? We should call him L3. L3 is the thing that his generation uses as our cameraman smiles in acknowledgement of what I'm talking about. Thankfully, somebody is. To move it with your left thumb, too. And by I could just keep talking and talking. Nobody moved like you. A joystick insinuates a rapid back and forth, left and right, like this and this. Zay's not moving like this. Nobody's moving like this. Guys, some things have to remain sacred. I think Zay should have an incredible nickname. I would love to make up one for him. I would love to use it during highlights in the fall, of which he'll be scoring long touchdowns for the Ravens. But it's not a joystick. There is one, and there is only one, human or otherwise, and he is right there. Dante Hall, the human joystick, now the human joystick forever. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. I'll stand. I'll stand. Wow. It is on you, my friend. Wow. You have heard us uh, make our case. Your thoughts? I've heard three very compelling uh, arguments. I was ready to give him the name as soon as you spoke. <laughs> Keep that feeling. Once Jamie spoke, I was really ready to give him to him. As she mentioned, I'm a family man. I love his family story. And then Kyle spoke. Uh -huh. And wow. And then he not only spoke elegantly, but he had video evidence. Mm. And the video evidence, by the way, I like that one angle of my return against the Rams. Never saw that. You look you like a joystick. You almost had me with that. But the thing that I'm going to go with is the fact that Zay 
flowers, his character, his background. I'm going to bestow the nickname Joystick to him. I have no issue with it. What a guy. You can call him that. And it's only because of your story, young man. Your, what your father did for your family, I want to be that father. If I can be the father that your dad is, I have done a great job. It would be my greatest accomplishment. The character that I hear that you bestow, uh, that you have on yourself, uh, the way you carry, uh, carry yourself on and off the field. If anyone is going to take the uh, joystick mantle, the human joystick nickname, the moniker, mm. I give it to you. I think you are the perfect person to have that moniker. One more time! We did it! That's beautiful. Beautiful. Jason, what do you think? Uh, I think it's beautiful. I think, to your point, there was a joystick. Nowadays, you have controllers, but there's so many different types of controllers. Mm -hmm. That is the original right now, and we are coming up with different versions that are good, too. I I think this is a moment here. I I respect your decision. Joystick respects joystick you hand him that mantle may he wear it well i'm, I'm excited to watch him and i respect your decision yes. yeah. so part of the beauty of training camp is letting people in on the inside every year the eagles do a rookie sing-off this year fans were watching videos on social media and realized something fascinating in a video taken by eagles punter ty zenter you can actually see the background of jalen hurts's phone what is on jalen hurts's phone do you ask uh, it's a picture of himself walking off the field after losing Super Bowl 57 to the Chiefs. Take that as you will, uh, but now it uh, lent, it's, lent itself to how Jalen Hurts motivates himself uh, and as a tactic to the next level. So we all had to pick a player or a coach mm-hmm. and give them a new background for their phone for this okay. upcoming season. Jason, who do you have? Oh, this is easy for me. I went with a coach, and... A coach I went through a lot last season and it's just kind of echoed free as of late. I went with Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets. <laughs> His phone background right now, he just needs to have a picture of Sean Payton right in the background of the phone. As <laughs> soon as he wakes up, the alarm goes off. He just picks up the phone and he sees this image of Sean Payton and it gets him going. Hey. He wakes up, he starts drawing up his cards, getting ready for training camp practice right now. For Nathaniel Hackett, have this image, have a little screenshot of the article in the corner as well, a little picture in picture, yeah. if you may. Mm-hmm. This is going to motivate him and get him ready. And this leads us all the way up to week five. Then after that week, delete it and come up and put a family picture or something. Yeah, come on. But right now, it's a lot. Sean Payton, right now. I'm going to go right down the same avenue as you. Uh-oh. I'm going to give Russell Wilson a background for his phone for this upcoming season. And it's one of joy. It's one of success and happiness. Uh-huh. And it's something to recreate from the past. And it is just a picture of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll smiling. Just yucking it up. Whether it be the year they won the Super Bowl, the year he won MVP, just a great coach-player relationship. Despite how it ended, we're not really sure. But that that is pure happiness. You cannot tell me otherwise. This is goals to have with your head coach. We want to see it. Russell Wilson should want to see it with his own head coach. Sean Payton's just catching with something. I was about to say, I don't know how, I don't know how Sean Payton would feel no, about no, it. That's all right. We're uh, meeting right. and his phone that's goes that, off. And right. Just, right? Whatever Russ, well, whatever motivates Russ, yeah. motivates Russ or Sean deep. for that matter. I got, I'm going to go with Mac Jones. Let's show the picture Jones, all right. of Chandler Jones mm-hmm. stiff-forming him oh. at the end of that incredible <laughs> game. Mac Jones, come on, man. You were handed the keys to a dynasty, and you have turned this dynasty into an oh NFL meme. Oh. Dude, walk through Logan Airport. You will see championship banner after championship banner after banner. You must at least put one banner up. 
Okay. Let that stiff Woo. arm, that disrespectful stiff arm by Chandler Jones be your motivation to at least put a banner up mm. and return this bestowed great dynasty from an NFL meme. It's kind of Jacoby Myers' fault, though. You know? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I think the Raiders put up a banner of that picture in their stadium. <laughs> uh, you know who's becoming my guy? Uh-oh. I love Sam Howell. That's my guy. Yeah. I think on Sam Howell's phone, he's allegedly the quarterback of the Commanders, he should just have a Good Morning Football logo. Because every time he comes up, we kind of snicker. Like, it's we don't really know what to do with it. They're telling us that he's going to be the starting quarterback of a team in the NFC East this year, and we're yeah. still kind of not sure about it. So, Sam, I hope you win the Super Bowl and you look at that and be like, those idiots on Good Morning Football didn't <clears throat> believe in me. Look, he's even smiling. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.